Let's let Tulsa know we have in church. Come on, let's let Tulsa know we have in church. Hallelujah. It's not just normal church. It's, it's apostolic church. Shout to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated for a moment. It's an, certainly an honor to be here. Give honor to all the ministry elders in this place and uh, I give honor to the saints of God it's all gathered here Christ the head of the church I'm so happy he's here it's not just I suppose he's here I feel him here oh wouldn't trade it for nothing I feel the Christ here in this place in the, I am grateful for the invitation to be a part of this. I certainly don't feel worthy, but uh, I'll do my best to speak to the hearts of young people. Now, I overall don't even like skinny preachers, but uh, I sure liked that last night. Thank you, sir, for the good word of God. I can't move around like him for a couple of reasons, but I do want to deliver my heart to you. Grateful for all the supporters for the work of God in Belize and Honduras, you that are here, thank you for all that you do for the work of God there. You that don't, sure wish you would. Praise God. Book of Matthews, the 16th chapter, the 19th verse. When you get there, shout, amen. Praise God. Uh, and I will give unto thee the keys. Everybody say keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Put your Bibles down, clap your hands together, shout, God bless the word. In the name of Jesus, we ask you. Give your glory in Jesus' name. You may be seated. There is no doubt that there is a commission for someone to carry keys. I personally, I hate to carry keys. My son has a cluster of keys. I'm not sure that he even knows everything it goes to but he carries keys i can't even get into our sanctuary without my son because i'm really not the best key holder there is i lose keys i have a hard time with keys but there's no doubt somebody everywhere has to carry the keys if you're here today you may not have reached the age or the maybe the area of, of being trusted with keys but somebody has to carry keys because keys get you into locked down places 
and keys uh, gives you access to get in to where everybody else can't go. And we read about Peter who had the keys and, and, and he, he, he walked where nobody else had ever walked before. I come to tell you that in this conference, in this peak conference, that I believe that some young people that has never carried the keys is going to leave here, and I'm preaching today about key holders. You're going to leave this conference carrying keys to revival to your city. Dignitaries will visit your city. Governors and foreign leaders will visit your city. Your mayor would go through the game of taking a big key and handing it to him and say, here is the key to our city. Governors will say, here's the key to our state. We welcome you. And, and, and that's all right. That, that don't really have any meaning. But I've come to give keys. And through the preaching of the word of God in this building today, I wanted some folks to get a hold to some keys that when you go back to your church, amen, it may have been locked down due to various reasons. You hadn't had anybody to get the Holy Ghost to a while but I want you to go home with fire shut up in your bones and you're going to say I've got the key something was given to me through worship something was given to me through praise I went to the peak I picked up the key I'm going home to be the best saint of God I'm going to be the best worshiper I'm going to be the best praiser I'm a key holder is there anybody here want to go home with a set of keys? I'm going to do outreach. Woo, you may be seated. I'm telling you that every service, there is always a key holder. In every service, it may be the song leader, he got plugged in. It may be the preacher got plugged in. But I've been in those services where things just wasn't moving like they should have been moving. And somebody stepped out in the aisle with tears running down their face. And they say, you don't understand, but somebody in this service today is on their way to hell. I'm fixing to break forth their everything every door I'm gonna kick it down every wall I put the key in there and we're gonna have somebody in this service to get the Holy Ghost and I'm not taking no for an answer shout yes to him hallelujah you may be seated how many times I can recall it says a young boy being raised in church, getting some young people together, getting in the prayer room and before church ever started, something gets to moving in the back Sunday school room. And you go from there and the doors bust open, folks sitting around talking about things and they sitting around visiting adults, they ain't got into it yet. But we'd bust out the door. We begin to move. Holy Ghost will begin to fall. 
Can I tell every young person in here, you can make the job of pastor and the song leader and of your church, you can make it more easy, you can make it powerful by becoming a key holder in the worship service. We don't have to pump you, prime you, like last night, it don't have to have music. Just let go, let God begin to praise him, begin to worship him. Hallelujah. If everyone in this church was just like me, what kind of church would this church be? Mm. I was in a service years ago. I believe his name Brother Nichols in Baton Rouge. And he said, I want everybody to close your eyes and I want you to think about this. Everybody close your eyes. And this woman sitting there, Sister Seth was her first name. Righteous was her last name. And, uh, said, everybody think about this. If everybody in the church was just like you, what kind of church would this be? She goes, she had it all together. If everybody could just be like her. But the truth is, what a horrible church if everybody was just like her. But in this building today, how would to God that somebody go home and said, if I could just become the saint of God that God wants me to be and break forth in revival maybe everybody would want to be like me amen and if they don't want to be like me I'm going to worship God anyhow if they don't want to praise God just get out of my way because when you begin to praise God don't you worry about the, the fancy visitors they're going to want what you got they're tired of dead church they're tired of dead religion they're tired of people playing around somebody's ready for something that's real and moving and powerful you ought to just get out there and worship God don't tell me our standards is a problem. Not with Muslims, but the religion moving like it is. That's not a problem. Our standards are not a problem. We just need to get a hold to God, kick open some doors, and have apostolic, Holy Ghost, Pentecostal church. Shout yes to him. Do not let your best friend determine that you're going to be 30 late 30 minutes late to prayer meeting you need a new friend if your friend keeps you from praying it's new friend time if your friends keep you from worshiping new friend time if your friends keep you from loving God and McDonald's becomes more important than staying after church and worshiping God. You need to get new friends. And if you can't get a new friend that loves God, let God be your friend. He will be your best friend. Yes.
He won't leave you outside the road. He won't leave you messed up. You need Jesus. Shout yes to him. Glory. Y'all gonna kill me now. Don't do this. Not everyone, not everyone is gonna be prayer room material. You're just gonna be a sponge and get it from everybody else. I've done learned that. Not everybody's gonna be in there praying. And if you determine it all from everybody else, you won't be in there either. But we need to get something stirring in our spirit that says, I'm. I've got to have something. God, if you just give me the key, I'm going to have revival. If none other young person goes home and does it, you're going to last a week and you go two weeks. You start fading out. But I'm determined. I'm going to go on and on and on. And next peak. Still gonna be worshiping God. Next week, I'm coming in here. You're not gonna have to get me ready for the first night. It's gonna be boiling inside of me. I'm coming back next year. I'm gonna be the key holder in peak. Yes! Yes! If you call outreach 10 o'clock Saturday morning guess what they ain't all gonna show up I know that blows your mind but they ain't gonna show up oh whoever's there at 10 everybody's got a crazy Joe in their church or whatever name you want to put in there if it's just you and crazy Joe or Jetro. Get up and go win souls. Where, where's that brother from Dayton, Ohio? Brought three band loads. Where's he at? Is he here today? Raise your hand. Step out, brother. I don't know how many joined in with you, and it really don't matter. Look right here, folks. There's a key holder to revival. If he stays humble and keeps doing what he's doing, here's a key holder. Oh, there's going to be great revival. It's going to it would be so great if next year, Brother Young says, ah, we just got to take a minute for Brother Smith to come up here and tell what happened this year. Amen. Because this young man went home on fire and it wasn't just three band loads. He got buses going and people begin to come to God. People get the Holy Ghost. We're having the greatest revival because it ain't the powers in one. There's a powers in one person getting on fire for God, making up your mind. We understand here this is a spiritual key. You can be seated for a moment. This is not, per se, physical. But if you could ever get that key that says God is raising up a standard. 
When the Spirit comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord is going to raise up a standard. Now, I understand all the proper stuff there, but I like to say when the Spirit comes in, come like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord is going to raise up a standard. There are some standard barrier key holders in this place. Can I tell you, when you get home, it's not going to feel like this every service. But if you get your minds made up, when the devil comes against me, when the devil raises his hands up, when he tries to take me down, the Spirit of the Lord's going to sweep through there. We're going to raise up a standard. We're going to worship God. We are in a day that it seemed like some are seeking the line, how close they can get to the world. I'm amazed when I do my traveling how short skirts have got. It blows my mind in the apostolic church. Used to, you didn't see kneecaps. especially among preacher's wives and saints of God and young people sissified boys and mannish girls and, but I believe that there is a standard that's going to be raised here in Pete go home and get the dresses where they need to be boys get the shirts where they need to be act like a man, talk like a man shout like a man these young people wants to hear holiness preaching. Oh, yes, they do. We just need to preach it as a preacher. Praise God, praise God, praise God. We're going to raise up a... I have found out in 30 years of preaching, there's going to always be a Sally that's going to see how short they can get, how low they can get. And it seems like the young people, the girls want to gravitate to Sally. And she sets the standards and she's a floozy. And the good godly apostolic girls that knows where the line ought to be. And the boys that act like apostolics. And they get the line the other way. And they say how far they can get away from the world. Hey, God's going to raise up young men, young women in this place that's going to love separation. That's going to love being separated. Hollywood and queers and garbage. It don't set the standard for apostolic. I said it don't set the standard for apostolic. We are to let apostolics be our heroes. Shout yes. Peter, Peter, you're going to go through some things. You're going to be sifted. But when it's done, you're going to get converted. And when you do, 
strengthen your brethren. I wish as Brother Smith preached last night. He talked about it. Not nobody here has a perfect pedigree. Pentecost is loaded with problems now. Young people here are living for God and your dad's out in the world acting like an idiot. Your mama's acting like a goofball. And you're in here worshiping God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But if I can put it in my word, when you get your mind made up, you're going to be an inspiration to your brother, to your sister, to the young people. Hey, can I tell you, don't let the punk be your hero. The one that comes in looking like the world, sits on the back seat with his arms crossed. He can't worship. That don't need to be your hero. These young men at the front, that ought to be your hero. You ought to look at Slouchy Joe and say, get out, get away from it. I'm going to the front with them guys. They got something I need. They got something I want. I want to be like them. You girls look up here. These girls don't think they're so pretty. They can't shake their head a little bit. They can't do a little Holy Ghost dance. No, sir. Boys, you look back at them that ain't doing nothing. They'll give you a life of hell if you marry them. Because they're not in love with truth. And they won't be in love with you. But some young people, when they have passion for God... I have passion for you. Find you a worshiper. One that don't worry about her hair. Don't worry about her dress. They just preach. Preach. They'll worship God. That's what you need. Shout yes. Don't you let the enemy starved you down as the Philistines their method was drying up your wells filling up your wells burning down your crops don't you do it when you go home take home a key that says I refuse to go through this again I'm not having another year of dry crops The Philistines would come in and burn down the fields, contaminate the wells, and the Israelites would sit around hungry and and thirsted to death. But there were some men, there was three that I read about that stood up. The Bible said they would, the, the, the Israelites would run away. But then there would be one man, Shammah, that stood in the midst. And the Bible said he got in the middle of the pea patch and he fought by himself. And here's what the Bible said. The Lord wrought a great victory. Brother and sister, if you've got to stand by yourself in the middle of your pea patch. Where, where's Henry? Where's Johnny? Where's Billy? They, they are out playing ball. 
play ball. I'm going to stay right here and pray. I'm going to stay right here and worship. I'm going to stay here until it happens. And we roll a great victory. Eleazar stood in the barley field and fought. And the Bible said, and the Lord gave great deliverance. Shamgar slew 600 Philistines with a pointed stick. He got tired of being pushed around. He got tired of backslidden Israelites. He got tired of being defeated. And he said, it ain't going to happen again. I'll stand here if I die. Let me die. David received the anointing and he went for training. Musicians, if you'll come. He spent a little time as an armor bearer that was called getting experience. He goes back home, he's tending sheep and he gets to the battlefield just bringing the lunch to his brothers and he hears a roar And he sees a look of defeat on the face of his brethren. What's going on here? Is that big guy over there screaming? What's he doing? Everybody's afraid of him. Is there not a cause? What, what? I'll fight him. You don't understand. Look at him. He's never been defeated. I don't care. I believe that when he got to the sound of that defeating voice... when he got close enough he heard that defeating voice that was against the church that anointing that he received from Samuel began to move on him you ain't doing that Uh -uh. y'all not gonna fight him if you don't want to praise him get out of my way if you don't want to worship get out of my way if you don't want to see deliverance Get out of my way. I'm going to raise up. I'm going to fight. There is an anointing. There is an anointing on you young people. Make up your mind. Esther. Esther. Everything's coming against us. What you going to do? You've been called for such a time as this. It's time to raise up and speak to the king. I said it's time to approach the king because you can make the difference, Esther. You hold the key. Get busy. Do what you got to do. Yes. Yes. There is a woman, 91 years old. I talked to her pastor this morning. About 15 or 16 years old. She went to a brush shower tent revival. She received the Holy Ghost and went home to be baptized. Her parents were Methodists. He said, you can't do it. She said, I've got to do it. 
He said, if you go, we will not allow you in this home. She made a choice. She got baptized. They kicked her out. A while later, this girl, 16 years old, her sister stepped on a nail, got infected, and back in those days, do or die. And she was very bad shape. This sister heard about it and went and knocked on mom and daddy's door. What do you want? I come to tell you that if you'll bring Sissy out to the Brush Harbor meeting, God will heal her. Get out of here. No, no. I'm telling you. And finally, she got so bad. Desperate mom and daddy took up that little girl and began to make their way to the Brush Harbor meeting. And in the Holy Ghost fell in that meeting. Sissy was healed. Mom and daddy got the Holy Ghost. Now, I, I didn't know all of this stuff until I was having camp meeting. Brother James Townley from Jennings, Louisiana, was preaching and telling this story. And he told, he said that this girl's mom and daddy gave the property for a church in Generette, Louisiana. That's where the church got started. Until then, they didn't even have a church there. The first church was built in Generette, Louisiana. And he's telling this story. And I said, hey, I've got to add to that story. In Generette, Louisiana, middle of nowhere, the church sits on the side of the road in Generette, Louisiana. I went there to preach and I told about my burden for Belize. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just had a burden. And the pastor called and said, I've got some Belizeans going to my church. And I preached there and I said, if God would be my helper, I want to be a missionary and go to Belize. And I wept. And this girl come up to me crying. And she said, would you please, I've been praying for my mama to get the Holy Ghost. And she wants the Holy Ghost and be baptized. When you get there, would you go and tell mama about truth? I had a name. That's all I had. I drove across Mexico with my wife and two kids. We got to her house. When we got in there, she come out weeping on the porch and she said, I've been waiting for somebody to tell me truth. And out of her living room, we built a brush harbor. And from the brush harbor today, we have a church, a big, beautiful sanctuary, school, dormitories, kitchen hall. And it all started with a little girl long time ago that said whatever it takes sister alexandra held the keys sister alexandra held the keys come on brother now brother this brother's preaching about this our camp meeting but he's pastoring the church Brother Townley's pastor in the church. That sister Alexandra married a man. Uh, and they went on to become pastors. And they built a church in Jennings, Louisiana. And from there, he's there preaching camp meeting for me. And from there, coming up on the stage is Brother Nathan Cox. He don't at this point have that, a lot to do with it. But the girl that's with him... His, her Sunday school teacher was Sister Alexandria. 
And she was raised under the Alexandrias in that church until Brother Townley become pastor. She married a young man that's preaching today. Can, can all these young people that came with him, they took a church and their, his daddy took a church. They didn't have hardly anybody there. And today, in just a short while, raise your hand. You, that's, look, look at here. These, these got on fire. It, it's still flowing today because one little lady way back then held the key. Can I tell you, you start a fire, you get a key. And then in that same church, a Spanish girl from Belize was there working in Generette, Louisiana. She went out to that church. She got the Holy Ghost and got baptized. And the next day she left for Belize. And she found me and she started going out witnessing to her family. Where's, where's Jose? My son-in-law. There's this, get up here, hurry. There's it, run, run, run. You'll make way. Here's this boy. Come out to our brush sharper meeting. Hair flopping down on the side of his head. Amen. It's not as bad as some I see here, but he had a bad looking hairdo. He had an attitude. Get a microphone. Amen. Now he stole my daughter, but I still love him. He was living in the back of a bar room. His life is messed up. And today, if you was to come to Belize, you would hear it. Just our country's bilingual. This is what you'd hear. Praise the Lord, everybody. Gloria al Señor todo. The Lord is here. El Señor está He's aquí. great to be praised. You can be a key holder. You can leave here with victory. You can leave here with power. Make up your mind. I'm going for it. I'm going to worship God. We tear down walls. We kick and open doors. We're going to praise Him with everything we have. Come on, key holders. Come on, key holders. Come on, key holders. It's Holy Ghost time. Worship Him. Come on, come on, make up your mind. Come on, everybody. It's decision time today. It's decision time today. I'm going home different. To lose. Come on, sing it like you mean it. Sing it from your heart. I refuse to lose. I'm not backing down. This is a promise. This is a promise. Satan, back up and get your hand. Cause I refuse to lose. Hold on just a moment. I want to leave you with something, and I'm not dismissing. One thing we've got to get over is I'm going to do as much as the next guy's doing. That's not what game changers do. That man was delivered of legion of demons. 
He said, I want to go with you, Jesus. I want to hitch a ride on.